the last few weeks it feels like while we've been recording discord just like just like no or figure it out on your own discord is uh figure it out they uh i don't know they like to see a struggle a little bit like to see a sweat they just want to discord just wants a repeat of that that bit we had Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a few months back where it just it disconnected on all of us but we were all recording still so nobody could hear each other but we're still just talking you remember that yep i remember that i remember Uh, so good great having a really intimate conversation and all of a sudden hello (laughs) anyone there oh guys uh good times hey speaking of good times it's me and justin again everyone else is gone Woo! day day 14 of alias 2 Woo! yeah um no this is fine I feel like I feel like we do we do a bang up job together. I certainly try my best. Also, audience, it, it might be like this for a hot while. Well, you know, Jordy Jordy's on indefinite hiatus anyway, so you can never expect him to show up in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's really a four man cast anyway at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we're <laughs> we've lost half the staff. Well, you know, it's summertime. Vacations happen. This is when people save up all their vacation time and take off work. In fact, I myself won't be here next week, so uh, you might be running a solo cast, (laughs) or we'll just be taking a week off. Not that they'll know, because we have a backup. I mean... A backlog. Don't you have, like, a second vacation after that first one? That's in August. Uh, That's that's future us problems. Sir, August is in, like, two weeks? Nah. Well, it's like, I mean, yeah, but it's in the middle of August. (laughs) So we got a month before that one. We're fine. Ladies and gentlemen, wish me luck, please. I will do this alone. I won't like it. And neither will you probably, but I'll do it. If you say so. Anyway, we're uh we're here while we'll, and while we're here, enjoy our company. Cause mm-hmm. we won't all be here forever. You think someone listened to us on the moon one day or in mm. space? Surely. Surely. I mean, by by the odds, it's like, okay, we have a bunch of international listeners. Surely at least one of them has got to be on the international space station. Got to be statistically. Be. Statistically, mm-hmm. there is a there is a non zero percent chance that mm-hmm, someone on mm-hmm. the ISS watches us. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, enough daydreaming. On to the summary. All right, kids. This one's going to be a short and sweet one. So listen up. With the help of Bon Clay's cheering, along with the rest of the newcomer lands denizens. Luffy manages to make a miraculous recovery within a mere 20 hours. Naturally, the first thing out of his mouth when he wakes up is food. Despite having eaten several days worth of food, Luffy is far from 100%. But that's nothing a little help from the horm horm fruit can't fix. After finding out he is Dragon's son, Ivankov, a commander in the Revolutionary Army, by the way, and Inazuma agree to help Luffy break Ace out. The trio easily make their way down to Ace's cell in level 6, all while alerting Magellan of their plan. Unfortunately, when they arrive at Ace's cell, they've learned they had just missed him and he's already being moved for transport. Luffy realizes the opportunity to rescue Ace from Impel Down has passed and resolves he'll just have to get Ace back from Navy HQ. The new problem at hand now is a staircase leading up has been sealed off and is filled with sleeping gas, but our old pal Crocodile is more than willing to help with that for the small price of freedom. Time remaining before Ace's execution. Six hours. Just insert 24 countdown noises here. Stop. I don't want to hear any more about 24. (laughs) 
<laughs> a part of me wants to go back and like attempt to watch it and just be like, what did my mom no. see in the show? No. It has to be good. Me. It ran for like 10 it plus doesn't years. It have to be good. It doesn't. <laughs> Surely it has to be good. It, it ran for like quite a significant amount of time. And then I think it had a, you know, a little bit of a Bro, break. Walking made Dead is going on like 10 seasons now, dude. That, that shit hasn't been good since season like four <laughs> maximum. What a, what a controversial opinion. I don't feel like on it a is. show I don't watch. Surely a show that goes on for 10 seasons has to be good, right? No. It just makes money. Makes money doesn't mean good. It just means people are suckers enough sometimes to watch it. Or they're too invested to stop now. They gotta see Daryl hair flip somebody again. <laughs> maybe they're just, or maybe they're just waiting for Daryl to die finally. I don't even know if he has died yet or not. I haven't watched since season four. It's crazy, bro. Should catch up. I won't though. Just like I should catch up on Fairy Tale, but I won't though. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't either. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I understand the gripes of Fairy Tale, but like I enjoyed it for the time I was watching. I just fell off the wagon. You poor misguided soul. Listen, man, the fights are cool. Power of friendship is I cool magic powers. Gray gets I I know Gray gets me and his dad. I wanna I wanna live vicariously through Gray for that moment. I think Urza meets her mom too. Wanna live vicariously through that too. But you have that one. Yeah, but if I squint hard enough, mom can look like a dad, you know? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we watched one piece this week. <laughs> sure. Yeah. One piece. But uh, very you know, topic of dad's very relevant this week actually yeah, for man. once for once well you know every time every time your dad gets brought up it's the extreme lack thereof mm-hmm. and we all mm-hmm. point and laugh but luffy mm-hmm. has a dad he's just also absentee. you know i'm starting to see some parallels between <laughs> you and luffy now although hey. he doesn't, we don't know who his mom is either she, he hasn't seen her so maybe you're still different i mean i, I only see my mom sometimes but i appreciate you Putting me in any slight proximity to a, a shonen protagonist. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's about the best compliment you'll get out of me. Don't expect <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we watched One Piece. Uh, stuff happened, but also stuff didn't happen. I, don't know, I feel like there's a a decent amount of, like, info dumping that I personally appreciate. But I don't know. How, how do you feel? I don't even really feel like there was that much info dumping. We got a, at one point, we get a bunch of names that, of people that I'm sure we won't meet for 400 episodes for out of, um, out of Ivan. Ivan just kind of lists off a bunch of names of people that are also in level six at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't, don't know that we'll meet them while we're here. So I mean, yeah. surely this can't just be another Shiki situation. Surely, surely it can. Surely it can. I mean, we're literally in level six. Like, no but way we don't maybe run. Not in- be though. Nah, nah, nah. We're totally gonna run into uh, who? Who did I list here? We got uh the fo- the former, I guess, like co. Uh, no, he be wasn't a warden. Say. Wasn't a warden, but like he's basically co warden. Uh, Shiryu oh, of the rain. Uh, dude was just so bloodthirsty and cruel. Even Magellan was like, "Bro, you gotta stop. You have a problem. You're like actually a." Uh, What's the word? Fl- not flight risk. What's the word? It's a risk in general. I don't know. Security risk. He, he's a risk to people's welfare, even the that ones too. we don't care about. Especially those ones. Dude, just often people for the fun of it. Uh, so they put him in prison, ironically enough. Uh, and then some oddly specific names we got dropped were uh, world's most dangerous woman, Catalina Devon, uh, great battleship San Devin. Juan Wolf. No, nah, he's not here. Devon's not here. Oh, 
My bad. My bad. And a heavy drinker Vasco shot. Three <laughs> random people. What a what a nickname. <laughs> yeah. World's most dangerous woman. Great battleship. Alcoholic uncle. <laughs> I mean, maybe you know, maybe it's a red herring. Maybe he doesn't even consume alcohol. Maybe maybe it's worth something else. I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe he's maybe he's a hydro homie. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. consumes copious amounts of water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He never needs a hydration check. He's always hydrated. Mm-hmm. Keeps that thing on him. And by thing, I mean it's a, a bottle of water. Ounce, it's a 32-ounce bottle of water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's one of those dudes who carries, like, gallon jugs to the gym. It's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, a, like a 64-ounce hydro flask or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, yeah. I, they, they give us this, this list of names, and I just, I don't know. I can't help but feel like we're not going to meet any of them because mm-hmm. like history. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, just precedence. Kinda, yeah. A lot of, lot of, lot of that where we just kind of <laughs> get names and we don't meet them now, but we'll meet them later. And I'm supposed to remember that these names were mentioned a hundred episodes prior, but I won't. And when they pop up, I'll go, Oh, <laughs> heavy drinker, huh? <laughs> what a stupid name. But then again, I still remember uh that guy on bellamy's crew big knife so mm-hmm. with funny names comes core memories so <laughs> maybe i will remember heavy drinker vasco shot christian what if i told you one of these Don't days vasco shot's gonna make you cry uh, no <laughs> no oh, i'm gonna cry right now i'll do it right now tears of <laughs> anger frustration but um yeah well, first of all, why don't, why don't we why don't we rewind back to the part where I was basically correct about my prediction for Luffy mm-hmm, and, ha- which and his recovery? Just that he would he would be he he would make his recovery basically as as Ace was being transported out. I'm pretty sure that's what I said. It was it, it was either I, I don't remember if it was specifically him being moved out of impel down i'm pretty which i'm pretty sure is what it was i'm pretty sure i didn't say that he was about to get executed and then luffy wouldn't wake up um yeah. so luffy wakes up only took a total a grand total of 20 hours and uh but we i you know as i appreciate bon clay bon clay bon, bon clay he's driving me bon clay that's for sure um he i'm clearly a bro he stands there Yells at the top of his lungs for a couple of hours. Tells him, you know, don't give up. You got to live. The rest of the the new, co- especially those three weirdos that just kept following Bon Clay around and be like, mm-hmm. I wonder what this guy's up to. Oh, he's still over there yelling. Pff, fucking idiot. They come back two hours later. That guy's still there. They like, like can't get Bon Clay off the, off their minds. They, 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 they live. He, he lives rent free in there. I mean, to be uh, fair, and, feelings mutual. All right. Well, you know, it is his arc, basically. So anyway, they they eventually draw the attention of all of the rest of the new commas. So they join in eventually with Bond Clay's, you know, uh, proclamations of hang in there and you've got to live, Straw uh, Mugi Chan. And uh, eventually he, he, you know, he comes out, uh, the, a, a bunch of the mysterious black liquid pours out of the door and he busts it, he busts it open, proclaiming meat. Or food, rather. But uh, Ivan attributes Luffy's r- rapid recovery to this all of this ruckus they made outside his door. And I can't help but feel like, you know, man, maybe we're like we're not giving enough credit to Luffy here. You know, uh, what, what's a, what's a bunch of yelling gonna do? 
outside hey, his door besides besides wake him up before his alarm goes off you know never underestimate the power of positivity i don't know man i feel like we're uh, I, I i i can appreciate it we can say it helped to a degree but for ivan to basically outright state that the only reason he got out so soon was that was all this hubbub outside the door <laughs> feels a little disrespectful to luffy i'm just gonna say it mm, i see your point I, maybe it's a valid criticism, and I'm okay with that. Luffy gets away with too much. He deserves a little bit of disrespect. That's what I'm saying. Gotta keep him humble. We did. We just killed him. We basically just killed him no, for like the no, fifth time in this series. No, no, bro. No, no, no. You know what was really humbling? Him thinking he ate like, you know, five days worth of food, got up, and he's like, oh, I forgot to use my legs. I was <laughs> room spinning. And then, you know, uh, Ivan is just like, mm, all right, I can fix that. Cheat codes. Hormones. Hormones yeah, for he, everything. He, yeah, pretty much. He really just said, like, he really just game sharked it. Said <laughs> infin, infinite rare candy glitch. <laughs> I mean, he was like, listen, I'm going to give you a bunch of shit ton of adrenaline. Uh, this will absolutely body you later. But, you know, that's a future you problem. Yeah, that's a definite future him problem. At which point, you know, he'll, he, but like Ivan said, probably won't won't matter anymore because he'll either be dead or he'll have accomplished his goal maybe he'll at least be out of the current situation which is what we're looking for i remember uh previously that um you and devin were saying that you didn't imagine a rematch with magellan was coming do you still feel that way did i say that i i feel like i remember that i feel like i remember that it was like devin was like i don't think there's gonna be a round two and you agreed with him hmm that well i won't deny it i i I, I guess I, if I have said it, then I'll stick to my guns. You know, fuck it. <laughs> they got to get to, they got to, they'll, they'll get through somehow. So not, no round two. Be, there's probably going to be a rematch. I mean. I was very surprised by that call. I'm not saying there is, but like, I feel like it kind of goes against the, the shonen formula, if you will, of like, hmm, here's this guy that beat my ass real good. Surely I don't just, you know, leave prison without 1v1ing him again. Or maybe not, you know, it doesn't have to be a 1v1, but like, there's no way he get he, Luffy makes it out of Impel down without crossing paths with Magellan in some capacity. I mean, there could be, depending on how exactly, for instance, Crocodile might get them out by digging holes through the floors. That's fair. You know, they could just, they could just bypass. Now, Magellan could just be standing out front for the next couple of hours for no reason or whatever, but I expect Magellan to have um, wandered off into a bathroom now because he seemed to be in a pretty bad spot <laughs> while he was handing over Ace. So I wouldn't be surprised if the actual way this happens is that we might even get a shot of Magellan like sitting on the toilet as. Or, you know, the outside shot like we get with Domino looking into his office as you hear the <laughs> of Magellan going to work in there. <laughs> and maybe we'll get something like that as Luffy sprints by or something. Mm -hmm. And they and Ivan and uh, Inazuma. And we'll, we'll just we'll just avoid it entirely. You know, no rematch to be found. It seems, it seems like a very Oda thing to do. I approve. Speaking of Inazuma, uh, what do you think of? Well, it's not much to really talk about character wise but what do you think about the devil fruit i think snip snip is cool i like it mm -hmm. it should just go edward scissor hand mode and start <laughs> cutting up literally anything you want ever mm -hmm. um and then have whatever you i think the other facet of it was that whatever you did cut up can be handled like paper basically so even if like these heavy stone floors 
that he cuts into are just suddenly able to be maneuvered like paper. And I guess for some reason glued to things like paper. (laughs) There's really no reason that they should be staying up in front of the grate of the staircase like that. But hey, go off King, I guess. Especially with, there's got to be some sort of like mechanism blowing the gas into the room constantly. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if it's really paper, then it should just be blowing over. But I guess fuck me and fuck anybody else with a brain. (laughs) So it has the properties of paper and concrete of paper and glue and Elmer's. (laughs) It Um, uh, has really good hold, you know, I have a question. Go ahead. Was Inazuma at any other point a female? You know what? I feel like I have a distinct memory of Inazuma, which, I mean, knowing Ivan's devil fruit, unsurprising completely, but I feel like I have a memory of Inazuma being a woman, maybe like the first time we meet them when mm-hmm. out in the out in the, the frozen wilderness that was level four, I think. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Inazuma wandered up as a as a woman there. Am I crazy? I can't verify that fact specifically, but like, no, you're not crazy. I, I don't think you're crazy. I can't confirm or deny like whether or not you're correct. I don't remember. But like, I, I would venture to be like, yeah, that sounds possible. That sounds about right. I, for the sake of it, I might as well just say, yeah, you are right. And I'll believe you. Exactly. No, but but yeah, I, I feel like I have a very distinct memory of, of Inazuma being a female at some point. Maybe it's too. just the ambiguous nature of the way they dress. Mm-hmm. But because like the hairstyle, the, the hairstyle doesn't change if it does. Ha- it did happen. And the body style doesn't seem to change all that much either. But um, I don't know. I feel I was going to go back and check for myself. And then I was like, nah, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work is right. So I, I'm sure we'll notice it down the world, the world. Yeah, down the world. We'll notice it. Or, you know, Ivan would just probably point it out or something narrator coon or someone would just point it out. Hello, my dodlings. I am Reed. I am Sam. And we are hosts of a comedy sports podcast called The Clam Bake Incident. We cover tertiary sports and slice of life living in the mysterious town of Clam Harbor, Maine. Sam, what's a tertiary sport? A tertiary sport is a weird and wacky sport. Stuff that you wouldn't normally see on those mainstream sports people. Which we are. We love sports. Tune in every Thursday morning to check us out on your favorite podcasting app. And until you do, kiss your blobby. Square on the slime. because like because inazuma also has that that you know the dichotomy to their their design with Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. the half orange and the half white in the first place so Mm -hmm. switching between seems very yeah having having inazuma wake up one day and just choose to have ivan shoot him up with you know the male hormone on this day feels like a rather appropriate thing for the personality and the general theme that that character is do you think that happens more often than you think down there like instead of you know someone coming down there and just wishing to have one change from the opposite gender there's someone who's just like you know i'm just feeling really feminine today can you just shoot me up with some estrogen and then tomorrow they wake up like you know i really want to be a man today can you shoot me up with some extra i would say absolutely I would mm-hmm. say absolutely. Um, Ivan is all about being your true self, no matter who you are. And if you wake up every other day and want to change your gender, then sure. Also, speaking Ivan. of which, 
Oh. That fucking guard that Ivan changes from a man to a woman. Yeah. I I, <laughs> I don't understand this, man. Like, I don't, I, I mean, more power to him, I guess. But mm-hmm. Ivan just kind of makes the assumption that this man just wanted to be a woman his entire life. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about this. No context into this person's life whatsoever. He just, Ivan walks up to this guard and as a form of threaten, threatening slash a way to get the guard to cooperate with them, Ivan goes, I'm going to show, or you should be true to your inner self. And you know what's coming next. Mm-hmm. So he I, he turns this male guard into a female and hands hands a mirror to her, now mm-hmm. the now her, and she goes, oh my God, I'm. I'm beautiful. This you're right. This is everything I've always wanted. I've always wanted to be a gorgeous brunette with long legs and huge bazoongas. So, <laughs> so it's just instantly like a a switch has been flipped in this person's brain. They are now completely cooperative with the party here, and they happily walk them right to the right to the um the 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 the, the, the cell where Jim mm-hmm. Bay and Ace are being kept. Ace, of course, no longer being there. But I, this is this is nuts. This is nuts. This is nuts. I, the, I Ivan is wild for this one, or All Oda right. is wild for this one. I don't know who to blame here. But so I need to make a confession. I forgot about the scene you just described to me. I my brain went back to the pirate that attacked Ivan that introduces no, like the whole no. level five that's point a, five that's whatever. A Nigo, that's a Nigo Montoya. I'll never forget him. <laughs> I was like. Because I think I mentioned in the last recording, too, I was like, does anyone else think that Ivan is just like, oops, sorry, Ivan's kind of wild for, like, just using a sex on, change on as a weapon? Yeah. On unconsenting victims, by the way, Ivan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, this, this, this definitely, this has to be morally gray. Like, you can't just walk into somebody and be like, you're a new you now, and I'm like, why are we weaponizing this? I don't understand. I feel like this is a contradiction here somewhere. It makes it makes sense for the for like the power, obviously, to have mm-hmm. this be a, a way you use it against people. But mm-hmm. like, but to, but to then make the audacious claim that he's showing he's revealing your inner self to you is is ridiculous. It's it's crazy. But as a uh, as we as we learn prior to this. Ivan be having been a part of this revolutionary army now, I guess all caution and everything is thrown to the wind in terms of rules. Who cares? I'm going to do whatever There are no I rules. Want. Gender isn't real. Yeah. The only rule is there are no rules. So mm-hmm. I, you know, in the end, not too surprising, but Ivan, come on, do better, man. Yeah. I, I'm on the same bandwagon. I'm like, bro, like... Y- you gotta ask first. You can't just do this to people. Like, it's sure, different I, if like this per if this was an adversary that you were fighting to the death. Even then, or something I'm like, like this that. is this is weird. Like, this this is a weird weaponized tool you have here. Like, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. This is I don't know. You think the hormones wear off? You think it's temporary? Oh, absolutely not. They are permanent changes. <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, it would ex- it would explain something like Inazuma though. I, I guess a little more so where you just you inject them one day it wears off after a couple of days and you if you want to keep being a woman or a man you gotta you gotta get a re-upper and then and then <laughs> Ivan has this whole pseudo drug ring business going oh, on with no. their hormones 
Why is Ivan becoming the villain the more we talk about him? <laughs> well, he's a he's a so we we he's we, we've now learned he's he's been a commander in this revolutionary army, and by kind of the rules of the world, the revolutionary army is this third party that pirates don't seem to like, and the navy definitely don't like. So you know they're kind of. They're kind of in this villainous area also. I don't know that they're necessary. They're 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 in the the middle zone, I guess. Not quite good guys, not quite bad guys, but from especially the perspective of pirates, they don't seem to be good characters either. The navy worse because the navy actively imprisons people like pirates, but the the revolutionary army doesn't seem to be doing pirates any favors either, it seems. Well, I mean, pirates inherently aren't like they're not like the Shaw Hats where, like, you know, Shaw Hats are, like, mostly good guys. Like, you know, it's occasional pirate activities here and there. But, like, in comparison to other things that could happen, they're pretty tame. And I feel like the Revolutionary Army is, like, not the same boat, but, like, I feel like they should be more or less the good guys, quote-unquote. Because, like, off the rip, they're already, like, you know, going against the world government, which we know is corrupt and, and has all these other things wrong with it. Going against Celestial Dragons, which, you know, eat the rich or whatever. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, they have to be the good guys, right? I Perhaps. I, I feel like I've kind of, in the limited view we've had for the Revolutionary Army, it kind of seems like they've just been this this entity that wants to just raise everything to the ground and build mm-hmm. a new on top of it, you know, scorched earth style. Mm-hmm. But the pirates don't want that. They, you know, they want to keep living this, this golden age of pirate life that they have that gold Roger essentially has afforded to them. Uh, and it doesn't feel like the, you know, dragon and his army are necessarily in that same boat. Uh, you, we have very little to go off of in terms of what their actual goals are right now. Besides, I think, I think way back when we learned that they had, you know, they'd, they'd had numerous battles with the Navy and had maybe taken out some, some outposts or something at one point. I don't remember. It's been for, it's been forever since we had those sets of episodes, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's always felt like they're, it's to me in my own head canon, it seemed like they've been a very like, screw everything. We're just going to, we're going to start fresh by ourselves. We're going to build the world up now type of deal. Mm. I guess, you know, that's not inherently good nor bad potentially. I just, I don't know. I guess I'm hopeful. Audience, you know, let, let us know what you think. Revolutionary Army, good guys, bad guys in between, you know, anti-heroes can't tell. Let us know. I'm curious on your thoughts. We, um, I'm feeling, I'm feeling justified also in Mm -hmm. Ivan with, with Ivan's proclamation of, so eventually in this talk of the revolutionary army, Mm -hmm. Luffy spills the beans that dragon is his father off the rip. I shouldn't even say eventually, as soon as dragon's name comes out, Luffy is on the ball. Like, yeah, that's my dad. And then Ivan goes on this like 20 to 30 second explanation of mm-hmm. what his role in like the revolutionary army was and how he feels about dragon before he realizes what Luffy says and everyone ha- everyone does this double take in the entire room and it just um but then Ivan we 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 take a peek inside Ivan's head and he's going through all these different scenarios and he says to himself well if Luffy is brother of, or is son of dragon mm-hmm. then surely Ace is also son of dragon 
Mm-hmm. And I know we had this conversation a few weeks ago when mm-hmm. Ace mentioned to Garb how he resented his father because his father mm-hmm. was whatever wanted criminal or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know at the time that I I fully believed that Dragon was said uh, unbelievably villainous criminal or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was told that this was not the case, that they have different father can still be the case. I'm just saying I feel vindicated for my feelings because Ivan also thinks that way now. Mm-hmm. It, but should I be siding with the guy who unconsentingly makes people switch their genders? I don't know. Probably <laughs> not. But I will because I require validation. Grish is going through a bunch of mental gymnastics right now and emotional turmoil. He's, he's fighting his own battles. <laughs> I do. I have a lot of emotions right now. And most of them involve <laughs> spilling milk all across the table. Uh, interesting. Uh, what's the saying? Don't cry over spilled milk. Something like that. Something like that. Anyway. So, yeah, we... <laughs> you know, I, it, it, it it boggles my mind that, like, everyone on this planet seems to know Luffy's dad except Luffy. And I'm like, how? How do you just, like, like not him, hear? Yeah, like, how does, how does, like, everyone have some type of detail about Dragon in some capacity? Even if it's just, like, um, Persona or whatever. And I'm like, you really... It really took your grandpa to to explain what your dad's been up to back in Water 7 for you to, like, find all this out finally after, you know, he's, like, 16 or whatever. I'm like, bro, how well, yeah. you, what, what rock are you sleeping under? I, the, the rock where he was abandoned by both of his parents on this fucking no-name island <laughs> in the middle of the East Blue or wherever. <laughs> The part where he hasn't met either of them, I I think. I don't I don't at least Dragon. He hasn't met Dragon at all. Don't know about his mom yet. But seemingly hasn't met either of them in any capacity. So the first time Gart mentions it, when he shouldn't have, is the first time Luffy heard anything about either of his parents in the series so far. So uh, the, the fact that up to this point he has no idea who Dragon is or his personality or the people he associates with or what his goals are is not a surprise because Luffy is learning with the viewer at this point. It's definitely one of those like transitionary stages episode wise. It's really just a, a shift in, in in the plot where it's like we're going to go save Ace. We we had a mild speed bump on the way over but we're still on our way there, allegedly. He's got to, you know, make a left back five miles back or whatever. So, yeah, Luffy resolves that, okay, so I, I clearly missed the window to break Ace out of prison. He's already on his way out the door. I'll just go follow him to his execution platform up top. How does this make you feel? It makes me feel like it's not going to happen. Really? Like the execution or like we're, we're going to stop him before he even gets there or? No, I, I've, I, I'm... I believe the execution is going to go through. I don't think Ace makes it out of this alive. Really? I think there I think I think there's no shot, no no cap on a stack that that Luffy gets maybe even remotely close to the said executioner's platform because if he does, he's toast. With the amount oh. of with the amount of fire force that's 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 up there, firepower that's up there, mm-hmm. you're going to have all warlords. You got the three uh admirals Garpin, I mean Garp as a vice admiral will be there. Sengoku and Goatkun will surely be there. <laughs> Everybody is going to be there. And whether Whitebeard or shows up or not, who knows. But either way, I'm going to come out and say say it that Ace is not making it out of this. Really? You trying to you trying to you trying to put a little bet on that? Sure. I don't know what to you, bet here. Uh I mean I I mean I I know what <laughs> I know what I want for my end of the bet, but I don't know what you would want. 
What do you want? I'm scared. All right. Well, I, I've tossed this over in my head several times, but the it's looking not great for my bet with Devin. And my bet with Devin was that if I won <laughs> that end, we would watch Summer Wars, the movie <laughs> by, yeah. uh, by famous movie maker Mamoru Hosodo. We're getting uh, awfully close to Mary Juan, huh? Well, I don't think that I don't think that either of that either of our bets are going to go through. So interesting. I'm pretty sure that one's just going to end in a tie. Interesting. Um, either that, or we won't find out for a while. Like this, this bet is still slowly turning into the longest con of the entire podcast. <laughs> um, but I think, well, and we have yet to even we have yet to make good on any bet we've made so far. So the fact that we're making more is uh, is outrageous. But hey, man, I'm ready for Space Dandy. Whatever you are. Well, which brings me to what I want after that. Oh, I want, I want, I want Space Dandy New Game Plus. Uh, I want more Space Dandy episodes because, as uh, I, you probably found out when you watched the first set of episodes that we haven't recorded, but everybody's watched them, so we just kind of need to do it eventually. Definitely did not do that. Well. I don't know how you didn't because we only canceled like the day of, so I don't know. I uh, we have either not way, gotten a either way, check. Either way, <laughs> the slight spoiler for is that I only gave them episodes from season one of Dandy, so I want to watch episodes from season two of Dandy. All right, that's what, that's that's what I would offer up here. Maybe that's redundant, and I should come up with something more original. But fuck you, this is my bet. <laughs> Okay. I guess the question is, what the hell would I want? What would I want? Hmm. What would I want? What would I want? What is something that I know most of us don't enjoy, but I do? Hmm. Or just something you really want to do. Like, I'm pretty sure most, pe- most people here will enjoy Summer Wars. I just really want to watch it and talk about it. So you can go hmm. that route too. Something you just really want to watch and talk about. You know what? Can't really. I wasn't really prepared for this. I can't really think of anything I would want that's like practical. But you know, in the same vein as your bet or read, you got a manga or some shit you want us to read? Oh, I mean, yes, but like I can't make you read the whole thing. Well, right. I mean, there has to be some reasonable part to it. I don't know. Uh, I'll save that for my recommendation when that eventually comes around. So, hold on, there's Christian, Devin, Jordy, me. We can just skip Jordy. All right. And <laughs> two more rotations will be my turn. I'll power far more away to my recommendation. Don't you worry, kids. Uh, but yeah, for, for now, I guess I'll just say, uh, if I were to win, I would want us to watch the Jujutsu Kaisen movie. All right. All right. So just, just so the audience is clear, I'm betting that... What am I betting? Ace does not die here. Sure. I'm betting Ace doesn't die here. And I am... I'm going all in on the idea that Ace absolutely bites the dust here. Ace all is right. D-E-D dead. All right. That's that's that. Devin's going to be sad he wasn't here for this one. I'm sure he's already sad because we we got to actually meet meet Crocodile. Yeah. yeah. Crocky boy's back <laughs> very briefly. And for some reason, I, I don't remember if I mentioned this when we first saw the glimpse of him, but for some reason, they let him keep his hook. Yeah, I didn't recognize you know, the, it the first time. The hook with like six six guns and other weapons inside of it. <laughs> that 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 hook. Yeah, he he still has that on yeah, him. Yeah, when we when we saw him in these episodes, I just saw his hook casually there. I'm like, come on. I understand yeah. it's his hand, but like, surely we could have done something He's about a prisoner. this. Take, rip that shit off. 
I'm, it's not glued on, I'm sure. I, I don't know how prosthetics and even if work. It is, and, and even if it is, screw him. He's a criminal. We don't, we don't care. <laughs> He's a level six criminal. Get the shit out of there. I personally wouldn't go that far, but I agree. Like, something has to be it, done. But yeah, but then again, I clearly we don't. We have standards, but like selectively here in this impelled down <laughs> super max prison, because they're just they're stuffing all these level six prisoners, the worst of the worst scum of the earth, just like eight of them in the same cell. But anyway, I've ragged on that too, uh, enough. <laughs> uh, we've got Crocky Boy again. He's made a he's made his own offer to this little party of breakouts here. These prison breakers that. Yeah, you you let me out of here. I'll dig. A, I'll dig us a hole right through that ceiling. We'll be out of here in pff, no time, no time at all. Stairs, never heard of them. And uh, you know, I can't help but feel like Luffy is going to hate this, but recognize that it's probably his only way to save Ace, and saving Ace is going to be more important to him than the guy who killed him twice mm-hmm. and almost started a civil war. Well, basically, did start a civil war, but you get the gist. So, uh, what are your what are your impressions of a uh, f- good guy, friendly Croc? <laughs> Where's your position on that stand? This, this this friend crocodile arc has been a real roller coaster for me, also because <laughs> you know back way back when we learn he's here, I you know, and, and it's happened before. Obviously, you know we 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 even poke fun at uh friend arcs for villains in these sets of episodes with Ivan pointing out how they faced off in alabast to bond clay and bond clay is like well it goes to show you that anybody can be friends with anybody and he does his little ballerina dance in front of mm-hmm. in front of ivan and the, the entire new comma crowd which is which is adorable but you can't help but feel like a friend crocodile is going to be a little bit of a tougher nut to crack here because he's just a much more sinister character than bond clay is he has way less nice bones in his body than bond clay does so i'm gonna you know as much as i want to say friend crocodile will happen it's not really feeling that way because this is a very easy like yeah i'll do a thing for you maybe and then i'll just dip or maybe try and kill you again even for locking getting me locked up here i concur (laughs) not sure where to stand on uh good guy croc or good guy in air quotes here he's not feeling very friend not getting a friend aura from him Mm-hmm. Especially Jeez. with that laugh. <laughs> it's here for business. Strictly yeah. business. You know, so when so someone comes up to you and goes like, I'm gonna give you twenty dollars, and then they go, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> You probably don't take the twenty dollars from them. <laughs> what are you talking about? Twenty dollars, twenty dollars. What? Well, you you probably you, you maybe you had you take the twenty dollars, but like you take a quick couple steps back just to make sure <laughs> they don't shank you with a rusty spoon or something like that first. Uh, you know, maybe. If if I'm not enamored by the dollar, by the offer of twenty dollars, you know, no, no, no real repercussion, not repercussion, no. Uh, I'm forgetting no, words. No immediate, no immediately visible retribution for it. Consequence, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's Luffy for you. That's me. I'll do anything for twenty dollars. <laughs> that's hard. You over uh, here. trying to come clean the house? You know, twenty dollars is twenty dollars, but I'm gonna need a little bit more than twenty dollars. All right. Well. <laughs> you said twenty dollars. You said you'll do anything for twenty dollars. So listen, I gotta, I gotta stay strong in my class solidarity roots. All right, the, the, the working class just can't be slumming over for twenty bucks. All right, we're in the same class. Are we though? Yes. I don't know. You're, you're the one offering me twenty bucks to clean your home, which is 
clearly outrageous and an abuse of power. So, you know, I think you're not understanding the power dynamics at play here, Mr. Bourgeoisie. Bourgeoisie? <laughs> it's $20. <laughs> you just said you'd do anything for it. You know? I offered you a scenario and you're the one who turned your nose up at it and said you have higher <laughs> standards suddenly. As I should. Sometimes those standards drop at the, you know, drop hypocrite. of a dime. Hypocrite. Uh, it, it's the way of humanity, all right? I'm a hypocrite. That's you're right. a hypocrite. We're all hypocrites. As long as we stand by our Hippocratic oath, that's what really matters. I'm not a doctor. Don't compare me to them. <laughs> I'm sure you could be one if you tried. Mm. <laughs> My hands aren't steady enough for that. I'd probably end up cutting some things that I wasn't supposed to. That's what sutures are for. That's what what? That's what sutures are for, right? Oh, I thought, okay. I mean, yeah, but th th those also require a very large uh, deal of finesse to them, so. Listen, man, with enough sutures and duct tape, you can fix anything, all right? Now we're talking duct tape. <laughs> that I can work with. Anyway, what were we talking about? I don't remember. <laughs> Me neither. Oh, you know, I know last week or, you know, last recording, whatever, uh, I believe it was you. You had some questions about how, like, just how level 5.5 just existed. Uh, and we got a little bit of details toward that. Um, so back in the day, at some point, there was a some unnamed prisoner who had a devil fruit that just let him, like, dig holes and tunnels or whatever. And I don't think that person necessarily, like, made, you know, New Kama Land, but they definitely set the foundation and groundwork for New Kama Land. They, they, the design was described as something akin to like an ant colony where, you know, it's just like a network of tunnels and rooms somehow sandwiched in between two floors, by the way. I like, I don't know how they're working with that, but you know, we, we got a small answer. Also, we confirmed that there's just like a secret entrance on every floor. Yeah. Uh, contrary to the idea that they just had a bunch of guards working for them, bringing them supplies. They just they just have secret tunnels, secret tunnels to all of the tunnel. different floors where they just they just snatch their supplies out from under the noses and nobody misses them ever. Quite impressive. Which I guess is fine. I don't really care. It makes sense. It's it, especially if you consider this unnamed prisoner maybe integrated those in in the first place. Also, mm -hmm. then then sure, why not? I feel like I had a question and I immediately lost it. Uh, right. Must not have been okay. important. So we got confirmation of a level six. That's where Ace has been, right? Right. Do you think there's more? I'm going to go with no. Hmm. This, uh, th this level has been described as the one where they already keep the secret prisoners. So to have a second, even lower level of secret secret prisoners uh, feels like, feels redundant, I guess. I don't know. We've already got the secret level where, you know, level five is the one that's advertised to the world as mm -hmm. if you get sent to level five, you're fucked. There, mm -hmm. There's you are the worst of the worst. But then we've also got this level six and that's where we put the people we don't tell the world about to have a level below that where it's like, yeah, these are like the worst of the worst of the worst. And we just like <laughs> kind of slid them down there. It, it feels feels dumb. So I'm going to go with that there's only level six, unless there's a level seven and they keep like the Judas of all criminals down there and mm -hmm. he's the only one or she that populates that entire level. And if they get out, it's going to be some world ending scenario. That's the only case I could see maybe a level seven existing, but anything other than that, it feels silly. 
to have. Okay, so level six is meant for, you know, uh, you know, the worst of the worst. Uh, we don't want the world to remember you. We want to erase you from history kind of vibe. And also Death's Row, if you're put onto that. What if level, you know, hypothetical level seven is for like just the ones we can't take out? Like somehow you're immortal or super durable. I don't know how that would, you know, work. But like, what if that's level seven? It was like, bro, we can't let you onto the world, but we literally can't kill you. So just here's this dark room goodbye i would question how they got them there in the first place fair enough yeah i i mean i that i guess that almost falls in line with my own reasoning for a level seven of just having like the singular worst person on the planet ever be there but i if there was some kind of unbeatable unkillable imperishable enemy or set of enemies in this world i would Mm -hmm. i would question why why do they exist then? Just to suffer. Except, except, except to be this, if they got out, world-ending scenario where, like, every person in the world has to come together on some shonen bullshit and take <laughs> them down, and that's the that's the final, final boss. And we finally get the power of friendship along the way. Hold on. What if Maybe level the one seven... piece is the one is, is on the seventh level. What if level seven was where they kept Shiki before he broke out? I don't... I don't feel like it is. I don't know, man. He's the only guy to break out. Clearly, he's powerful. I mean, sure, but they probably they they didn't really realize exactly how how bad it could be. Mm. What if level seven was meant for Gold Roger? (laughs) But they executed him. They They wouldn't build an entire. They wouldn't build an entire. Yeah, in case another Gold Roger comes around. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. You know, the single most notorious criminal. They just stick him down as level seven. There's no level seven. It feels it feels extremely <laughs> redundant for there to be a level seven in basically any capacity. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, the only real couple of things we need like to touch upon was uh, Buggy and Mister Three are slowly making their way up uh, out of the prison. I think they we left off with them in level three? Question mark level four? I think that they're in level four because they're running through the boiling pot. And then they finally make it up back up to level three. Yeah. The, yes, uh, yes, yes. the sandy desert or the dusty mm-hmm. desert or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, they're they're having their own uh, duo of adventures here. What if they break out like just straight up like everyone's so distracted and just walk out the front door? <laughs> I, I mean, at this rate, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised with the slow pace that they're making and the somewhat probably about to be rapid pace that luffy's group is about to make i wouldn't be surprised if they if we skip a few you know skip a a little bit of time here and we end up with them all outside at the same time maybe not necessarily meeting each other but being there and luffy's party causing a ruckus and mr three and buggy Maybe they try and sneak out. Something will go wrong because they're bumble bumbleheads and they got to fight. Maybe they do meet up with Luffy's party, but I'm pretty sure they're all going to eventually end up in the same place being the top floor at the same time. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll all escape to Marine Four together. Somehow, Mr. Three and, and, and Buggy are going to are going to get tied into going to Marine Ford with them. Mm-hmm. Whether, because they'll they'll probably only be like one ship in the dockyard or whatever, <laughs> and and three and buggy will have no choice but to hop on if 
or, or risk sitting an impel down any longer. Mm-hmm. And Luffy would be like, "All right, no, I can already see the bit. The, you know, they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna get out. They're gonna get on the boat. They're gonna start sailing it. And they're the two of them are gonna lean against the railing or something. They're gonna sit down and be like, "Whoo, oh, we made it." I can't believe we broke out of Impel down, and then some, somewhere in the back, our Luffy will be like, onwards to Marineford! And they're going to go, their their faces are going to drop, and they're going to go, you, eh? you, yeah, eh? you what now? Fucking what, We just, mate? we got, but we just, the best, the biggest prison, and you want to go to where Somewhere the, worse? You want to go to where all the Marines are? All right, just kill me. <laughs> right, I'm jumping. <laughs> <laughs> the ocean can have me and my double fruit yeah take me away <laughs> uh but i think that's it right not much else really to cover um more or less i suppose a- a- ace does try to try to br- uh fight back very mm. he did so very impressively by the way dude is gra- headbutts Hannibal or whatever just takes his trident starts kung fuing people down i don't think it was Hannibal. Hannibal's still in the right. Uh, he was just found room. in the closet. He, yeah, he was found in the closet. He was monitoring the situation. He got he got super serious because somebody reminded him that his job. <laughs> I love that stupid fucking bit, by the way, <laughs> uh, where he's he's sitting in Warden Magellan's chair and the two gu- the two guards are talking to him and he's like inspiring as usual of like how he's gonna overthrow Magellan. Or and ta- thinking out loud about, I think he has a picture of three Bon Clay and uh, Buggy on the desk or whatever. He's mm-hmm. like contemplating what he's going to do with them or whatever it is. And the two guards are just standing there, like you know the you know Magellan doesn't like this when you sit in his chair. And then the second guy goes, "Yeah, we're like definitely going to tell him. You're going to get in a lot of trouble for this." And Han- Hannibal mostly ignores them, but it's just like these these absolute snitches. No loyalty in these guards, man. They're just like, yeah, we're we're gonna tell Magellan on you. There's there's, <laughs> there's no shot. There's no shot. You don't get in trouble for this <laughs> stupid, silly little bit that I just I, I giggled probably more than I should have at. <laughs> but no, yeah, Ace, Ace makes this this uh, sort of escape attempt that probably would have worked out if Magellan wasn't the one standing there because he's a giant of a man and his entire hand basically covers Ace's entire body. Mm-hmm. and he just pins ace to the ground because he still got cuffs on but ace makes short work of like almost a dozen guards or something like that with the one trident that he steals from one of them but yeah i mean it, but but he doesn't because there's really nowhere else to run he tries going back to the elevator because he knows luffy's down on level six now so uh they get the call on the snail chat phone from Hannibal or whatever officer was in the surveillance room that Luffy, Ivan, and uh, third name and evades me, Inazuma mm-hmm. are on level six now. And obviously, Ace overhears that because they're on speakerphone. So he tries to break out, but he goes running for the elevator because he's going to go try and save Luffy now, I guess, in this reverse situation. But Magellan says, No, you're, you're, you're coming with me, fool. And he pins him to the ground real quick, ending that. And after that, Ace looks very defeated otherwise, because he knows he stands no chance against Magellan mm-hmm. in this current state, anyhow. It, you know, it, it really caught me off guard, just like the sheer size difference between Magellan and, and Ace when he like finally pins him. I'm like, holy shit, you're huge. Yeah. I mean, we already kind of knew Magellan was a giant 
bear of a man, but mm. they probably exaggerated a lot for this for the purposes of showing how weak and in a and in a horrible position Ace is right now. Mm. So I mean they they do this a lot. I not even just in one piece in media across across the entire world in every form. Um it's all about perspective. Like whenever we're not fighting things, even Zoro looks like a noodle. You know, he's got noodle <laughs> arms. The muscle is not defined on that man whatsoever until it's time for him to draw the swords and start actually fighting somebody and getting serious. No, Same forget that. It's when he uses his freaking own his two gorilla technique. He's like, hold on, just gotta just gotta pull well, yeah. a SpongeBob here and inflate my biceps. Yeah, when yeah, when he pulls out his anchor arms <laughs> and he and he goes gorilla mode. But even like with Bon Clay, you know, in the previous episodes when he's shirtless and we're going around saving Luffy and fighting off army wolves. He sh- he looks shredded, but when he's all wrapped in bandages, he looks like a noodle. And they do this to Luffy all the time too. It, it's across the board, but fair enough. Um, they so but they do the opposite this time, where they make Magellan look probably bigger than he. He's already a large character. We knew that, mm. but he wasn't like a four-story building towering over <laughs> a normal-sized human before. But that's what he looks like here because they want to put Ace in this weak, weak-looking position. So his entire hand covers Ace's entire body as he pins him to the ground. You know, as you say that, I'm curious what your thoughts are about, like, (sighs) the shifts in Ace, uh, I guess, for lack of a better way of clarifying that. When we meet Ace, he is this super cool big brother character, right? He's he's got it all. Charisma, the smile, that fucking smile the cool power the skills the experience blah 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 and then you know next time we see him he's he's a puddle of a man and you know he's so weak and powerless and i'm I'm curious if you have any thoughts on that i i mean it's um it's it's a fall it's a fall from grace you know this is what happens when you have things just systematically stripped away from you your you know your freedoms can't use his powers he knows what the situation outside is going to look like, what it does look like, the this impending war that essentially is all caused by his capture, uh, not to mention the loss he suffers at the hands of Blackbeard, uh, which I'm sure I, Ace has probably not tasted defeat in all, quite a long time, given he has mm-hmm. such a broken fucking devil fruit. <laughs> that he i'm sure he has not been severely challenged by a lot of adversaries so to have this guy who is the antithesis of devil fruit just wipe the basically wipe the floor with him like there there mm-hmm. there was seemingly no contest between the two of them uh and to end up in this situation to have the final nail on the coffin be oh now my little brother that i care for so much is in here risking his life to save me is just this absolute crushing weight on this uh, that that would it would ruin just about anybody really um there's so many things that have happened to him and so many emotions i'm sure that are going through him that this is this is what makes sense this is uh it makes for very interesting storytelling because i'm sure as the execution progresses we're just gonna see more of this and you know there'll be a moment where ace probably sets eyes on luffy for the last time before the axe comes down or however they decide to do it whether they put a gun to the back of his head however it is uh there there will come a moment and you know i'll 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 tear up like a fucking baby 
when Luffy crests a hill or something like that and sees Ace on that platform with the axe to his neck and he can do nothing about it. Ugh. And uh, Ace will will look at him and it'll be the, the last moments and Ace will probably smile at him, breaking me and Luffy even further and but this is this is what because I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right about Ace being executed this is it's it will have taken close to 500 episodes probably but these are the sorts of stakes that me and Devin have been clamoring for since the beginning this is this is the repercussions of actions not necessarily Luffy's own but to have the world actually show stakes for severe actions, to have consequences for the way characters act finally and not just get off with this deus ex machina. Oh, I happened to stumble upon this this character in Ivan's case that just happens to be able to cure this poison or in like all the way back in Alabasta, Luffy gets two different holes punched in his chest. Die- well, he gets a hole punched in his chest, and also he gets completely dried up, but all the moisture sucked out of his body, only for something to come along and save his ass. So, but but this looking much, much, much more bleak for Ace, and this hmm. this is this is good. This is good for the show. I I this, I think this is this is the turning point for the show where we turn a little bit less. We dial back on the the kitty stuff. I'm sure it'll still be there, but mm-hmm. we dial back on like the children power friendship stuff, and we start diving into more of the seriousness of the world, um, which we've already kind of done. We've already we've we've gone through a mini arc of where human trafficking was a heavy a heavy thing on it. We're learning more about it in the world as it goes on. We're diving through an entire prison right now filled with the world's worst criminals and seeing what sorts of like government corruption happens in here. We just learned about this dude who went around just capping all, well, cutting, cutting all of these prisoners because he just felt like it. He just had an insatiable bloodlust and he knows nobody's going to care if he just kills a bunch of prisoners because nobody remembers these people anyway. So we're slowly getting to this point where there are some darker themes to the show finally i mm. think it's taken way too long to get here but now that we're here um i'm uh, i'm ready i'm ready for it i'm ready to see where we go i'm ready for Ace to die do it already pull I, the trigger I, I, kill kill right now <laughs> why why even wait sink the, just throw him overboard time time to the anchoring and sing straight straight to davy jones's locker shoot him on the way down too. buggy bomb his ass <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess my follow-up question is why ace what do you mean like if we assume you correct and ace is gonna die and get executed and blah, blah 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 why ace why does it have to be him why not any other character I, I mean it didn't necessarily need to be ace it's he's just the one who's been put in the scenario in in the scenario it, it could have been anybody bond clay could have been the one on the execution platform for all i cared um uh, and, and any sort of person that the straw hats have gotten cozy up to could have been up there uh, shit it could have been uh it could have been rayleigh up there for all i care rayleigh is a character who we've met you we've had a chance to 
get a feeling for him. The Straw Hats have bonded with him. They they consider him a friend. He was gonna, he's helped them out already a, a bunch of times. If Rayleigh ended up on that platform, I still would have been happy. This just has Ace Ace be, being who he is. Just it holds the most impact probably mm. than someone like Rayleigh or Bon Clay because we've met Ace before. We had all that interaction with him in Alabast. He's family to Luffy. One of the like three he has left besides, you know, the family that you make with the Straw Hat Pirates, the blood family. If he even is that, I'm still convinced he is. But if you guys are anything, go off of Kanapi. Either way, he has like two, three remaining family members in this world. And one of them is about to be executed, probably is going to get executed. That holds weight with Luffy's character development. Luffy has not had a whole lot of personality development in 450 episodes. He's learned things here or there about like how to be a good captain and how to look after mm-hmm. his crew and to admit his own weaknesses and stuff. But this is on a different level. You know, a, a, a family member, someone, one of three people you hold dear in this world to that extent is about to be executed in the most public way possible. And that holds a lot of potential character development within those consequences, those actions that are those events that are about to take place. So I would say that this is a, I mean, it's obviously a very deliberate choice by Oda because this is the decision that would hold the most weight outside of executing a whole straw hat member. Maybe like if Sanji was or Zoro was up there, maybe that would be more impactful because we spent 450 episodes with them. But either way, this is this is the this is the best candidate for the most gut wrenching character development this show has seen so far is what I would say. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, without further ado, uh, next week we're watching 443 to 445. Before we go on, oh, did you see him? No way. <laughs> There's no way. There is. No shot. There is. Where? So, I'm going to blow your mind with this one. Oh my god. There's not just one instance. There are two instances of my boy. And we learned that Panda Man last week was on level five with Ivan, although his name wasn't crossed out. So maybe they just haven't discovered him. They haven't checked up on him in his cell yet. But Panda Man... My boy is in New Kama Land with all the homies chilling on level 5.5. So both instances come when Luffy awakens from his slumber, well, his struggles, not his slumber, his struggles with this recovery. Uh, it's what he's, he's, as you might, might be guessing at this moment, he's standing in the crowds. The first part is kind of hard to tell. It's been a while since we actually saw Panda Man, so I thought this might be an opportune time. I just didn't expect to see him twice in the same one. Luckily, the first time was when I was looking very diligently and actually pausing the video to try and find and see if I could find him. And there he was, very few frames of him when Luffy shouts for food out the door. We get quick flashes of the crowd outside the door being blown away by the sheer force of his of his vocal cords and within one of those quick frames there is a panda man he is sitting there he is standing there getting blown away by the sheer force of luffy's willpower heart nipples and all the second time is a little bit more noticeable because they're doing it's when luffy uh is emerging from his den 
after having been fed three days worth of food and he's uh, he, you know the the food is spreading throughout his body and puffing up his different body parts again giving his 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 skin that healthy tanned glow again which god i wish i wish i had and they're doing a bunch of slow pans over the over the audience again and sure enough basically front and center is panda man once more two pandas i well, i stopped looking hard after the first one, because I thought to myself, what are the odds that they do it twice in one episode? But they, the Mad Lads did it. They did they did Panda Man in two episodes, or twice in one episode, Holy. within like two minutes of each other. Insane. Completely. Can't believe I missed, I had two opportunities, I missed both of them. The first one is hard. He's It's a pretty quick, like, half-second flash of him, more or less. If you're just watching normally. Wild. Absolutely wild. Now we can move on. Thank uh, you for coming to see. my panda talk. <laughs> oh, see, so yeah. Just, just reiterate, uh, next week, 443 to 445. Uh, I ain't got, I don't have any quotes. What about you? Hmm. Well, I said one of them with the, the, the two snitches. <laughs> There's Bon Clay in 440. I mean, obviously you could go with the basic... Hang in there, Straw Chan. You have to live. And then everyone mm-hmm. else also calling out. But before that, when he starts really getting into it, the 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 three goons check up on him after a couple of hours, and then Ivan comes in, and everyone else comes in eventually. Um, Bond collapses at one point, but then he gets up again and starts walking up to the door. He's like clawing at the chains and stuff, and he goes. For more than 10 hours, Strachan has been fighting against his own destiny for his life in this way that I, I, I shouldn't give in either. And then he reinvigorates himself and we get more hang in there. And he draws everyone in new to tears and they all start cheering with him for the next like seven hours or something. Mm. And it's just, it's just motivational bond clay. Is all, and then I'm gonna channel some uh, and do Devin a favor and just go mm-hmm. crocodile laugh. Because <laughs> goddamn it, man, what an iconic laugh! Put that shit on a ten hour loop and I'll fall asleep to it. <laughs> you know, I feel the exact same way of uh, except with uh, Bon Clay just saying "gambare," <laughs> and as he runs out, everybody's like "gambare," <laughs> "gambare." Right. Coughing up blood, <laughs> collapsing. Yeah. Bon Clay, the truest bro I've ever met in my life. Uh, but yeah, that's it for quotes. Uh, no fan mail. Please send us some stuff. I like reading your emails and whatever else. I like it. And uh, on to the grab bag. You just, Crispy, you might you're like missing the important part. What important part? The one in between the quotes and the fan mail, you goon. The golden what? ham. We can do a golden ham. You're oh just going to skip my golden gosh. ham? What's wrong with you? Oh my god. You fought for this once upon a time. I'm, a, I'm sorry. I lost sight of what's important in life. You've lost your anyway, way. <laughs> lost my Okama way. Alright, so Golden Ham. Uh, yeah, I don't know who to vote for this week. I'm gonna be real. Yeah, I think um, there's there's an easy answer with just giving Bon Clay the, the Golden Ham again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like Bon Clay as much as the next guy, but I also like trying to award other people with commendable activities as well. But on the flip side, there aren't many other people who make commendable actions 
in mm. this episodes besides Bon Clay. The only other one I feel like I kind of give it to is maybe Ace for <sighs> just what he's going through. Um, you know, finding the that last shred of desire to maybe fight back and try and reach Luffy or make Luffy's job easier mm-hmm. by kicking a bit of ass until he's stopped by Magellan. But, but Bon Clay, I mean, uh, he, he sets off this. I, I complained about it earlier and how, like, it's kind of silly, but he's, he's still a bro. Like, come on. He's he's. He's sitting, he's standing there for 10 hours screaming his lungs out like he's at a fucking metal concert. I'm or a real Christian. You're putting a, up a really big fight and big argument. You ain't got to try that hard. I'll vote for Bon Clay any day of the week. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, maybe I'm just trying to justify it to myself because I came in here and I wrote, I wrote down, it feels kind of hard to give anyone the ham besides Bon Boy. But I, mm. but, but like, in my heart, I guess I just didn't want to give it to him. A, the second week in a row, and B, a third time. Hey, man, but I'm here to make records. Make the argu- the argument, it's hard It's hard to go against, you know? That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. The only other one, I, I guess I guess I lied. The only other argument that could be made is maybe Luffy for having the willpower to go to power through and cut the, cut the time in half for his recovery. But, mm-hmm. um, nah. Um, I agree with you. Agree with you 100%. Bon voyage. Bon Clay, back at it again with the uh, the, the three third P- time overall. Yeah. Is it three weeks in a row? No, we gave it to Magellan one the week, the week yeah. before last. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, excuse me, I believe the time before that was Bon again mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. his reintroduction. Bon Clay setting records out here on one piece of the line with the three piece. Well, I I think we've given I think we've given out three before. Someone's gotten three before, surely. Has to be Luffy at this point, right? Yeah, I'm sure a few of the straws have three by now, but yeah. Yeah. How no yeah. what are the odds of him breaking the all time record well, with three weeks in a row and fourth overall? Um I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that he probably doesn't get involved next week. He's currently passed out on the floor of Newcoma Land and sort mm. of uninvolved in the adventure going forward right now. He'll probably he might show back up when we get back up to the surface. He'd be like, hey, I can't believe I caught up to you guys or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Because I can't see or maybe they go back. Maybe they go back to Newcoma Land and they pick him up in the first place and mm-hmm. then they make their way up to the top but they might also not have the time to do that because if they take crocodile's offer they might just be like or crocodile might be like what the fuck why am i why would i do that i'm getting out of here you're gonna have to follow me or die it's up to you so more importantly i want to see that trader ever again yeah that's what i'm saying make a point but um i'm willing to push the propaganda machine i'm going nah. to try next week no bond next week no bond <laughs> All right, so Golden Ham, Bonkle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. deserved. Now for the grab bag. Now. 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 This one's all you, buddy. Now. <laughs> grab bag now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's all me. What do you mean? Yeah, it's all you. You got the bag. It's all you. Oh, where'd you leave it? Uh, no, no, no. It's not where we left. It's where did you get the new one after last time? What happened last week? Oh, right. Someone like farted all over it or something or was it covered uh, in poison? last i remember last i'm actually you know what that might have been it last i remember it was just devin sweating through it that does sound like called for a new bag yeah i didn't buy it. a new was, bag was uh, i supposed to was it my turn 
Ah, uh, well, right, well, I just know hand, I'm not to be trusted. Hand me, hand me all the ping pong balls with the names written on them. All right, just go. Um, just give you the solo cup right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the first one, balls. the first one, the first one I land will be the one that the one that we do. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, oh, missed that one. All right. Hey, nope. Ow. Okay. Uh, Can you I, aim for the I, table? I'm not sorry. My look, eye. look, this is. I'm way better when I'm drunk. The, 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 beer pong is meant to be played drunk. There's a reason the alcohol is in the name. All right. You just have to be patient with me. Jesus. You know I'm I'm shotgunning this. All right. There. What's the one What's that's the in there? Say? Uh, uh, it's a little smudged because, you know, ink and beer don't mix very well, but I think it says recommendation. Oh, well, um, that makes it my turn, right? Yep. Huh. You know, I haven't really, I haven't done much exploration in my media lately, mm-hmm. but what I have done is something I don't usually tend to do, which is go back and re-watch or replay things a lot of times. I feel Fair like... Enough, I wouldn't either. I don't generally... Like, I, I I like things, and, you know, things are things I, I really enjoy, but I don't tend to go back to them even if I really enjoy them a lot of times, just because I feel like I'd rather try and move on to something that I might also find equally enjoyable or just, ex- just to experience as many things. Like, pe- people watch, like, all these... All these whatever show like how i met your mother or mm-hmm. scrubs or something and they they tell me they've watched it for the 10th time and I'm like bro dude people with the office what is wrong animals, with you all of them like i i i guess i can understand being comfortable with rewatching something or people the most common excuse people have for something like this is i just throw it on in the background while i'm like doing my homework or i'm folding laundry or something i'm like because it's because i've seen it 10 times already i don't need to pay that much attention i'm like just i don't i maybe music 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 or something that's what what music yeah put on our podcast listen to our (laughs) podcast one piece on a line fool what are you doing yeah man give us those views music that's what music is for not a not a show because then then you get distracted when you have a show I, but I mean, you can make same art. I'm going in circles. Anyway, I did. So, <laughs> this is exactly what I did. What I'm saying I don't usually do is the is is what I've been doing recently. So I've, I I started uh, I started another run on a game that uh, I really enjoy. Easily top three game I'll, I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Kind of fits in with a certain theme that's been going on in the last couple of months on on this this podcast that doesn't get recorded but i've brought to the table every week since a certain game came out oh what game would that be huh every week before the podcast since it came out i've brought an elden ring topic of the week to the to the table it's never it never gets recorded because i'll always sometimes talk about I it do. before once or twice it has <laughs> there's even a little sn- sn- snippet in the beginning of this episode if if it if it decides to make it in dylan that's on you uh but every week since it released all the way back in February, I've brought some sort of new Elden Elden Ring news. After completing Elden Ring, I got in the mood for Souls games. And before Elden Ring, I played two of their other games, the previous two games, Sekiro and Bloodborne. Sekiro, also a very good game, but I love the shit out of Bloodborne. I don't know what it is. I, I, I do know what it is. It, the, the setting, the, the enemies you fight, the atmosphere of it all. Music, top notch. I mean, the music across most Souls games is just mwah. But I, I, I kept as I was playing Elden Ring, I kept feeling this little, this little voice in the back of my head saying, "Like, man, you should, you should really just, really just go play Bloodborne again. That game is so, so good." So finally, I did, 
after finishing Elden Ring, I played one other game, I think. And then I, I started up a Bloodborne run again. And man, that game just feels so good. I I love this game so much. I think my favorite thing about Bloodborne, though, is the weapons. They have they they, they call them trick weapons in the game. And they take mm. one weapon and they basically it has a second form of some kind. Which happens occasionally in Elden Ring, but the, I, I love the designs of all the weapons in Bloodborne. There, there doesn't feel like there's any one weapon that feels useless. It feels like you can use every single weapon in the game as long as you have the build for it. That's one thing I wish Bloodborne did have was like a really was like a, a comprehensive respec system um, where you could just reset your stats and be able to use other things. Elden, which which is something Elden Ring had, which was great. But uh, I just I I love the game so much. And having gone and replayed it, I'm like three quarters of the way through the game. Um, I just it's great. I'm using weapons that I didn't use the first couple times uh, I played the game. This would be like the fourth or fifth time I run through the game now. Uh, Originally, I did all the endings. So I ran through four times to get the four different endings. But now this is me going back after a couple of years and just re-experiencing the game. And I love it just as much as I did before. So if you have especially recently played Elden Ring, but have somehow not gone back and played a lot of the other Soulsborne games, play Bloodborne. Bloodborne is so, so much fun. I, I'm Elden Ring. Elden Ring is fresh on the brain, but and it, it, it'll be a, a, something I'll have to mull over with time. But Bloodborne might still be higher on my list of favorite games than Elden Ring is. I'm not going to lie. Even though it's like eight years old now. Wow. All right. You're here first. Uh, Lay's recommendation, Bloodborne. Purchasable wherever you get your uh, Bloodborne needs from. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yarnum. The Yarnum, uh, <laughs> the Yarnum store. All right. Uh, guess that's it. We're going to wrap this up. Wow. We really went another hour and a half recording, just two of us, huh? How do we keep mm-hmm. doing this? Yes. All right. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening. And without further ado, uh, feel free to follow us and message us and all that cool stuff on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Panda Sightings. Uh, feel free to email us anything you want ever uh, at pandasightings at gmail.com. And we got this new thing uh, called Buy Us a Coffee. If you felt like financially supporting us, all the links are in our bios and a link tree and stuff like that. But uh, Buy Us a Coffee, you know, you can send us a couple bucks. You know, you buy us a coffee. You can send a little, uh, a little message if you want. There's also a, uh, I think they call it a membership option where, you know, you just become a monthly subscriber, essentially. Uh, shout out to everyone who is, you know, donated to us so far. Uh, we appreciate you. We love you. We also love all the people who have not donated because uh, you make it all worthwhile. We love the messages. We love doing this for you guys and for ourselves. And uh, yeah. Uh, all of you out there, keep the engine running. Don't you worry. Yeah, man. You're the gasoline in our uh, V8 cylinder engine. And We're we not know a V8. gas expensive. We're not a V8. <laughs> Should have had a V8. Dumps forehead. They're gross. V8s are not good. Uh, you know, when I, I feel like when they first launched, there was a couple neat flavors, mostly like fruit-based ones. The tomato shit is cut-awful. Yeah, I, uh, it's gross. Don't put tomato in drinks, guys. Yeah, Bloody Mary's... Awful. Abomination. I don't Awful. get it. Anyway, that's it. Get lost.